Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Maureen, your Canva presentation looks brilliant. Thanks, Brett. That's because I used AI-powered Canva presentations. I just described what I wanted and Canva presentations generated the perfect slides. You can even make a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. Check this out. Recording. 101 Reasons Why Beaches is the Saddest Film Ever Made by your neighbour Maureen. Is it easy to use? If you can use a computer, you can nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Oh, thanks, my neighbour Maureen. Yeah, thank you. Look out. It's only films to be buried with. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Films to be Buried with, coming direct to you from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. My name is Brett Goldstein, I am a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a used carpet salesman, and I love films. I love them. I believe um, Margaret Thatcher used to say, this woman's not for turning, but she will turn around if there's a film behind her. I uh, decided to do a special podcast uh, because all the comedians up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, I'm up here doing a show. The show is called What is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me. Everyone has to do PR, they have to do interviews, they have to sell their show. Um, Myself and my good friend David Earl, who plays the character Brian Gittins, uh, sort of find it embarrassing. We don't love sort of selling and promoting. It's it's difficult. Uh, So we decided to do a special uh, podcast instead because... Brian very rarely does podcasts as himself. Oh, sorry. Oh, hold on. Lazy Seasons just walked in. I'm living with Lazy Seasons. Sorry, sorry I'm doing that. Go on. Oh, no, I just, I just I can't stop thinking about your show. Oh, right. It's really stayed with me. Oh, it's I'm really just trying to record the podcast. Yeah, sorry, I just can't get out But was it funny? It was meant to be funny. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, really? It's moving as well. Oh, that's just, great. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Just sort of made me re- reconsider everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. We can talk yeah. about it after. I'm just it's trying to record we? the intro, but thank you. Yeah, no, cool. No, 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 good. And, you know, I hear your show is good as well, Lazy yeah, Seasons. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 420 at the box in the day. Great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank Sorry. I'll talk to you in a bit. Let me just finish yeah. wrapping this up. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Sorry about that. God, that's, that is embarrassing. Um, anyway, um, David Earl is an actor. He plays a character called Brian Gittins. I first met David probably about 11 years ago in a gig with the wonderful and much-missed Mackenzie Taylor. And I saw this guy shamble about on stage and I thought, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And um, he and I became good friends. And over the years, uh, we've worked together in many forms. We've written together. We've made stuff together. We both appear in the Ricky Gervais show Derek. He plays Kev. I play Tom. But David in particular, worse than me, uh, hates himself and doesn't like uh, being his real self. So he has this character of Brian Gittins. I always call him Brian in real life, but his name is David. And I said to him, come and do this podcast as yourself. And he said, no, it will be boring. No one will like it. I said, I think they will. (laughs) 
And um, he came over and have a listen to it because he said it will be five minutes long. It's much longer than that. Turns out it's a bit like sort of trying to coax a mollusk out of a shell or something. In the very beginning, he's very shy. He's very nervous, thinks he's being boring. He's not interested, doesn't know anything about films. Cut to ten minutes later. Turns out he studied film. He knows everything about film. He's had a fascinating life and he has loads and loads of interesting insights. So I very much hope you enjoy this special Edinburgh episode. And obviously we hope, both of us hope, that you'll buy tickets for our shows. Um, my show is at the Pleasance Courtyard at 7pm. Brian's show is at a weird nightclub at 6.45. But we're both quite bad at selling it. So before we get to the main podcast, uh, here is a word from our sponsor. Hello, my name is Scroobius Pip and I'm the the head of the Distraction Pieces Network and I'm here to just quickly tell you to go and see Brett Goldstein and Brian Gittins at the Edinburgh Fringe because they're really bad at self-promotion but they're honestly two of my absolute favourite comedians. I first saw um, Brian Gittins supporting Stephen Merchant um, at a little warm-up gig Stephen was doing years ago and I've since seen Brian a load of times. I took him on tour with me because I had this amazing realisation. I forgot that I, at that point, was doing live gigs that were quite big. And they were my own. So I could choose to take someone I'm a big fan of and had never met on the road with me and get to watch them every night. And it was amazing. Brian Gittins is at Heroes at Pateco from August 5th to August 26th at 6.40. That's a really good time to go and catch him because that's just... As the kind of evening ones are starting, it will give you time to get some food beforehand and then go and throw it up um, or, 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 or try your best to not feed the monkey man because his show is called Brian Gittins, Don't Feed the Monkey Man. Genuinely, I, c- I can't recommend it enough. And then Brett Goldstein, he's on at the Pleasance Courtyard every night at 7pm. So you can't see him on the same night, I'm sorry. But his show is called What Is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me, and it's amazing. I saw it, I saw the the the, the previews of it um, and when he was working on it earlier in the year. I saw Brett at the first um, Fringe I went to, and I didn't know Brett particularly well. And I saw him the night before I did my Edinburgh Fringe show, and it genuinely made me want to cancel mine because his was so good and so well worked. He's great at making it a complete show. It's not a series of jokes it's a story it's a journey that happens to be hilarious and uh also have some wonderful reflections in it but yeah honestly i recommend them both brett goldstein t- until the 26th of august at 7 p.m in the pleasance courtyard and brian gittins until the 26th of august at heroes at the at Bateco basement at six forty. all right on with the podcast oh wait sorry i forgot to say there will be a lot of swearing in this, so if that upsets you, um, please beware. And also, there may be spoilers. If we mention a film you haven't seen, I don't know if we will spoil it. We probably don't, but you might want to skip that bit. So, you know, skip swearing, skip spoilers, but don't just keep skipping or it'll be like six to seven seconds. Uh, very much hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you for listening. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. 
you earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I've got, I've got you, to just be normal here. You've just got to be a normal person. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so ready? To yeah. Be normal. You look normal. I'm being normal now. No, you absolutely are. You look normal. <laughs> you sound normal. Come on then. Here we go. What have we got? Okay. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Phil's to be Buried with, a possibly special episode, depending on length, or just a normal episode, depends if it's any good. Uh, I'm here with incredibly special guests, and it's quite incredible he's here because he doesn't do this sort of thing, ever. Why is uh, that? Why is that? He, because he See, hates even, his, even that's made me feel horrible. Because he hates himself. He <laughs> is... He is... Uh, the greatest character comedian of his generation, the greatest yeah. actor of his generation, <sighs> and the finest mind of his generation. And yet within that mind is a, is a very deep well of self-hatred. <laughs> and yet here he is. He was in, he played <sighs> Kevin Derrick. He's in, he's Brian Gittins in Cemetery Junction and other things. And every other thing. And every in. other thing he's been in. <laughs> and he wrote and starred in the brilliant Sky Wine Show. Rovers. Well, that didn't get recommissioned. Didn't get recommissioned, no, but that's no. not his fault. No, that well, is well, it's partly my fault. Okay, and here he is. He's your friend of mine. It's Brian Gittins, but his real name, I never use it, but I will for this because he's being real. Yeah. It's David L. Hi, Brett. Hi, all right. Brett, David. How yeah. are you? Yeah, all right. What, can you not sit like a presenter? <laughs> now, there's nothing weird about this. We are in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Festival. Brian is doing his show. What's your show called? We're in your bedroom. We are in my bedroom. It's a very small bedroom. We're very closely sat facing each other. Brian's wearing Why shorts. You... You're sat like Michael Parkinson. <laughs> I'm sat like Michael Parkinson. Uh, we're at the end of my bed. Yeah. Nothing weird. No, no. Brian's got a show up here. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Don't Feed the... Oh, there's a little naked bar to my left. It's called Don't Feed the Monkey Man. And what time could anyone... if they even 6.40. 6.40. When's this going out? If it is a bonus, might go out for Edinburgh. If not, okay. absolutely pointless. This yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. May as well. My heart's really racing. Yeah, Brian's sweating. Uh, his show is called Don't Feed the Monkey Man. And yeah. it, where is it? Pateco. It's a Brazilian. Let's, no one cares. <laughs> no one's going to come and watch it. Come on. Let's, okay. let's rattle on through this. Uh, uh, <laughs> his show does clash with mine, so you have to, I guess, make a choice. Yeah. If you're only here for one day. And I, I could choose Brian. Why? 
because I also hate myself, so I would recommend your show. But my show is at seven, plus it's courtyard, it's called Brett Goldstein, what is love, maybe don't hurt me. Anyway, on yeah. with the show. Right. Uh, p- people that listen to this are really yeah. into films, yeah? Yeah, they love films. Okay. And they like uh, comedy, and they like the, the guests that I have on, and they're huge fans of Brian Giddings. Mm. <laughs> and they, okay. ca- they can't, be- they cannot believe their luck. They're getting a peek behind the curtain, eh? Yeah. Right. Hey, how do you feel about films? you like films? You're a film I guy? don't think you're going to get a podcast here. Like, I do, yeah, I like films. Yeah, I like films like I like. Like, you like what? I, don't know, I like flatjacks or something. You really like flatjacks? You eat them a lot? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Okay. I don't like films like flatjacks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you? I like films. I'm not, I mean, I'm mad on them. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you're the perfect guest. <laughs> and uh, how do you feel about death? Is it something that. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're more into death, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How often do you think about death? Well, not not today, until you bore it up. Okay. But probably daily. And uh, what is it that you think is The it final 60 seconds? Of your day? Of, oh, well, you think about the final 60 seconds of, of your life, day? yeah. Wow. Where I'm going to be, that uh-huh. hospital bed, surrounded by your family and your friends. And is that what you'd like? No, it's not what I'd like. It's oh, just right. I'm imagining sort of being in pain, looking at their faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got sad, I've got sad news. What? Which I forgot to tell you. Most before. people die like, alone. Is that? No. Uh, is that your fear? No, no, it's, that's the truth. That's the... Most people die alone? Yeah. Statistically? In a hospital, yeah. With no one there? With the like, nurses sort of running around. I've sort of always thought, I'm not sure, because I'm quite shy. I don't like the idea of being surrounded by people when I die, in case I like fart or make a silly noise. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's quite... <laughs> Like, it's quite intimate. What dying. sort of silly noise? <laughs> like a sort of fool? <laughs> like, or, or that. Yeah. Like, I feel like, leave me, I feel like a cat. You know how cats like to take themselves off to die? I think that's how Do I, they? Yeah, they don't like dying in front of people. I'm like that. Right. That's why I hate comedy. <laughs> right, right. But you'd yeah. like to be surrounded by people. No, you? no, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm, that's what I think about right. uh, looking at people I love and then basically saying, see you later. Mm. That's the end of that. But my point is that thing of saying goodbye at, at the end of your life. And, yeah. You know, maybe your children are there and your partner and your nephew and your niece. Yeah, and that's what you think about a lot. Well, it's one of the things I think about, yeah. What's the other thing? Oh, I don't know, Huntington's disease. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Dudley Moore... Had got. What was it? What's that one? It's horrible. YouTube it, mate. Okay. <laughs> That's the uh, first recommendation of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. YouTube Huntington's Disease. Yeah. Um, well, I've got news, and I, I forgot to tell you when you came over. Okay. It's sort of bad. I shouldn't have said it up front, but um, you've died. You died. Wow. How did you die? Um, how did I die? Yeah. How would I like to die? It's how you died. It's up to you whether bus. it was what you liked. You, you drove the bus. From Grinstead to Hartfield. Yeah? yeah. What happens to the bus? What's that? What happens on that bus? No, he just knocks me over. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just something really quick. Run over by a bus? Yeah. Do you not think, what about that poor bus driver? No. He or she's going to be haunted by that. Right. Long time. Do you want that on your conscience? No. <laughs> <laughs> You've just thrown this question at me, so no, yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> but that's how you do it. Right. You were yeah. here Yeah, just something. It's not very original, but. No, that's fine. It's really not very original. What were you doing it? when you got here by a bus? 
sort of writing a joke or something. Right, in your head, or looking down into... Yeah, my little notepad. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Yeah. Do you think there's an afterlife? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I don't Do, know. Is something you think about? No, not really, no. Right. No. You think it's just lights out? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Do you think about stuff like this? Yeah, a lot. Really? Yeah. Well, I suppose I do, but then I, I immediately go, I don't know, so I, so I stop. So you just move on? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. so you died. Well, listen, there's good news that yes. I didn't tell you. There I, can is, take, I can take my favourite film with me. There is he- a heaven. Yeah. And it, and it's great. Yeah. It's got everything you want in it. It's got, what's your favourite things? Favourite what? What's one of your favourite things? Oh, God. Uh, podcasts? There's like loads pod- of them. <laughs> <laughs> it is jam-packed. <laughs> podcasts. But they also love film there and they want to talk about your life okay. through film. Okay. And so the first question they ask is yeah. they say, what's the first film you remember seeing? So, mm-hmm. I wrote some notes down and okay. I've left the notes at the flat. Okay. And I'm not being funny here. Okay. But the first film I remember that sticks in my mind is probably Jaws. Wow. Yeah, it's not the first film I watched, surely not. But that's fascinating. Probably like The King and I or something, but... Oh, nice! I've never seen... No uh, one's mentioned The King and I. Well, I don't know if I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember it on a lot. It looked really boring. (laughs) (laughs) So I never watched it. Right. Yeah, is it good? I think it is, yeah. I think it's a classic. Right. I haven't seen it since I was little. There's a lot of dancing in it? A lot of dancing. Deborah Kerr, your Brenner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, that's like, one. You, I like Westworld. You like Westworld, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And it's got a really amazing song about racism called You've Got to Be Taught to Hate. What? What's that Where mean? she's singing to the chi- children, you have to be... T- it's about racism. It's basically saying... Oh, you've got to be taught to hate. You're yeah, not born West... racist. You have no, to be no, no. taught. Yeah. Well, I, I was definitely taught. Who taught you? <laughs> the woman from The King and I. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, um, I think well, the one that sticks in my head is Jaws. And how did you see it? On telly or at the cinema? No, on telly, on TV. And can you remember, like, was it with your... You have a sister? Was it with your sister? No, it wasn't with with my sister. I think it was with a friend. Yeah. I remember the head coming out of the... um, The boat. The boat. Yeah. Uh, I remember that bit. That stuck with me quite a lot, actually, Brett. Yeah, (laughs) still with you now. That's that head. (laughs) It has, actually. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember it being like, oh, wow, this is exciting stuff? Yeah, I loved it. Right. Yeah, absolutely loved. <laughs> absolutely loved it. This see, you're not gonna. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Are you gonna put this podcast down? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, see, my worry is that you've got loads of po- film nerds listening to this. Yeah, and they're gonna. Okay, so he's talking about Jaws. They'll go. Which I is can't really believe he's, t- he's got the guy from from movies from Cemetery Junction. Yeah, I've done a movie. And from from Cemetery, Cemetery Junction, yeah. and um, what else one? What is the difference between movie and TV? As an actor, what performance yeah, was? Was there any? Oh, Christ, where'd you start? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Jaws. I remember playing football sponge ball with my friend Daniel. Yeah, and um, I think we'd both been traumatized by it afterwards. After, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Did it make you scared of the sea? Yeah, still am. Right. You? Uh, I absolutely love the sea. Do my you? Favorite Do you know place. what I did the other week? What's that? I went on YouTube mm. and I watched this guy recreate all the scenes of Jaws. Uh, he went to those film locations, recreated every scene. Really? Amazing. With what? Like With what his was... wife. Oh, wow. He got his wife to stand in the exact spot where they shot 
you know, certain scenes. Interesting. Vaguely. I, yeah. always, I love those films. Do you, those do you YouTube. Do recreating things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think, what's the point? <laughs> but are they doing what's it? What's the point of, you know, anything? What's the point of anything, you know? I think if it's like such a perfect recreation, I'm like, what's the point? Unless you're doing like a funny twist. Yeah, what is on the it point? Why something? do I like? Why do I like those? I think it's because I, I feel like it's real life, and right. then I go, oh no, it's not because Colin from Tennessee. Is... He made it. <laughs> he made it. So it's not real life. And oh look, yeah, yeah. It sort of yeah. takes the, the edge of it. Yeah. Interesting. You're not interested in film locations. Yeah. Nice to go and see and stuff. And I Have guess I understand to... the desire to do it. Yeah. Do you but... ever go and look at? Film location. Yeah. Uh, like if I'm there. I went to the Widnall and I cottage. Did you? Yeah. What did you do in it? Are you interested? Yeah, I am. Did you act it out? No, yeah. but I went to find each location. The bull, at the gate. Did you? Yeah. You love film, see? I do like film. Come on, here he is. <laughs> He's out of his shell. He does like films. <laughs> <laughs> He's obsessive. He goes to the location and acts them out. Did you recreate a scene from it? No, but I, I, I went to the... Are you not interested? I I'm went interested to the cottage. in this because I have not done this sort of thing. No. Okay. However, Do you want to know where the cottage is? Please. It's in Penrith, okay. in the Lake District. We had to drive down... This is... We're talking about Witherham and I, not... Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. We had to drive down like this unmade road. Yeah. We reached a... This is me and my son. We reached a car park. Yeah. We parked up. We then had to walk like half an hour down this muddy path. Yeah. And then over the valley... On the hill, little dot on the hill was the Withnall cottage. Wow! So we walked walked down the dip up the hill and bobbed you, and looked exactly as as it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Your son liked the film, or was he like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> so so. so, so. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or leave it. Wow! Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I mean, I love that story. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I went to Venice. I've been to Venice once, and Don't Look Now is possibly all my favourite. I've never seen Don't Look Now. Oh my days! It's the greatest. Is that the one where they have the sex scene? It's the one with the sex scene, not backwards. Don't have it forwards. I thought they had a backwards sex scene. (laughs) No. What's the backwards sex scene? Don't they start off with a? Doesn't the sex scene start? Oh, I see what you mean. As in, yes, the time is it, it cuts back and forth between. After the sex, during the sex, after right, the sex, Right, okay, the sex. yeah. So, yes, I suppose, in a I way, I didn't they quite know what I meant by the backward sex. Thing. Yeah. No. Time is, is a bit fluid, yeah. But right. they don't, like... It's a, isn't it about a child dying in a pond? Yes. Right, I don't want to watch it, then. That's fair enough. Yeah. It's a really wonderful film. Anyway, I, I, it made me want to go to Venice. And when I was in Venice, I, did, I was just like, oh, this is Dolan Nats, Dolan Nats, Dolan Nats. So, yeah, I do get and it. Did you find the locations? Uh, I don't know that I actively sort out but wherever I was I'd be like oh it's like this right so is it, I get, I do get the desire for it yeah. but I'm not sure I'd ever like go on a Sex and the City tour do you know what I mean like get on a bus and move around location it wasn't a great tour to be honest with you right <laughs> <laughs> but nice did it like because then yeah I, I loved it, it. Yeah, that's this great. is where they filmed that bit I'm standing in the yeah yeah it's like going to Mickey Mouse's house Oh, I like that. Have you done that? Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, big time. There you're talking. <laughs> Did you recreate any of it? No, no, no. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, did you? I don't think so. No, that's horrible, isn't it, doing that with your son? I don't know. You like watching Jaws of a Husband and Wife. <laughs> but with the, maybe if your son doesn't like the film, it's horrible. <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. No. I hope not. What's the film that made you cry the most? 
Bridges over Madison County. Really? That's what I'm talking about. Funny boy. Now, I watched that Mm -hmm. with a friend. Yeah. And there was a point. I can't remember what the point was. I think it was when they're in the car. Doesn't he drive one way and she goes the other? Yeah. She goes to open the door and she doesn't. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt so much, so many tears. Really? Well up inside me, yeah. Is it your friend Daniel? What? Yeah, it was Daniel again. So then we played Spongebob football. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you when this Prison Man County happened? Uh, Mid-twenties. Okay. Yeah. You were at the cinema? No, video. And did your friend cry? I don't know. I wasn't. I had to turn my turn around because I was struggling so much. That really affected me. That film. Do you know what it was about that film that affected you so much? Like why that one? Not following your dreams, mate. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's just cool. let that settle. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's very interesting. And it, and it, you're in your mid twenties, you weren't, right? No, 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 I wasn't. No. How old were you when you started actually following your dreams? <laughs> was it after Bridges and Madison County? I don't know, but I have started following my dreams. <laughs> this is surely your dream. <laughs> you made it. You're in my bedroom in Edinburgh. Well, I started following my dreams about forty-five minutes ago. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm following my dreams. Are you? Podcast with you? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the film? I have seen the film. Yeah. Right. I love it. Yes, is I it a good. Is it? It is a good film. Is it known as a good film, or am I? Have I picked a it terrible is a good, film? No, it, it is actually known as a good film, and I think, but it's very much uh, sort of considered a romantic weepy, like it's designed to make you cry, and it's. Well, they nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very well made. The book film. came first, and book everyone thought first. the book was great. No, everyone thought the book was cheesy. <laughs> no, sounds like a two Ronnie sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought the book was... Boring? Um, no, truthful. It was right. real, a real account. of something oh. that, Yeah. But not so. And, and can I ask you, because if I may, and I can cut this if you're embarrassed, you've told me a, f- a few stories in our time together, and I won't repeat any of them, but often we've said, oh, I cried, I cried, oh, I cried, this Why happened and I cried. <laughs> and I... You often tell me stories where you cry. Yeah, yeah. And I... I cried I cried two days ago. Right. Can you tell me about that? Well, I'm in Edinburgh. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I don't want to be here. But are you <laughs> embarrassed? <laughs> like, you're, you seem very comfortable to cry. Mm. So when you were crying in front of your friend at Bridges and Madison County, were you like, you didn't mind him watching you cry? Well, no, because I held it in, because if I let go, uh, you know, you I, I don't think Daniel would have spoken to me again. <laughs> Sponge yeah, no, I, I, I had off. so much. I right. thought I was gonna, but you, because because I can't cry in front of people. I find too, I feel em, I like embarrassed. I don't know what it is. I can cry at the cinema on my own, right, when no one's looking, right. But like, I feel really, it's very painful. I don't like it in front of people. But you've told me a lot of stories. Where you seem very comfortable. Where I cry in front of people? Do I? I don't know. You're often. Many of your stories end with, "Yeah, I was bullied." Do you know what I've noticed? <laughs> I tell people. Early on, that I cry. Right. I think I like to That's go. Good. Hello, I'm vulnerable. Yeah. Are you vulnerable? And if you if you're not, I don't want to know you. That's lovely. Okay. <laughs> you sort of want to see their reaction to I cried today, and if they all go, fucking yeah, yeah, what? If, yeah, then I don't trust them. Okay. I very much admire it. Thank uh, you. Could you cry now? <laughs> we are in any, but yes, I'm on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, no, I couldn't probably with you here. Right. I'd have to wait, but I'd hold it in and it'd be awful, and then you'd leave, and then I'd go. 
and lock myself in the bathroom. Do you think you will cry after we stop recording this? I think you will. I'll listen back to it when I see it. a waste of time. <laughs> so bruising man's and is a great answer. Thank you. And so that's the thing. That's your... Yeah, that's the film that knocked me. It's not following your dreams, mate. Yeah. That is tragic. Yeah. What's the film that scared you the most? Dead Man's Shoes. Oh, good answer. It's not a bad answer, is it? You've done very well, Brian. We haven't had those two at all. Considering I don't watch films. For someone who pretended he's not into films and yet obsessively goes to every location. (laughs) (laughs) Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah. Come on, talk to me. Why? So when I went to the locations... (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? Why is that one? Like, that's a great Why answer. Why is that one? But it's not a film about ghosts. It's not a, you know, it's not no. a jumpy film. It's a... No, it's a revenge film, isn't it? Yeah. What is it that's scary? Um, I, I mean, I, I get... I, know, I have, I've never thought about it. What is it that's scary about this that film? Is it is it because it seems real? Is it because this, it's about yes. people? Yes, yes. The sort of unhinged nature Definitely of it. feels real. Yeah. Yeah. It's the scene where he's spiked them. Yeah. In the house. And he's hiding with the gas mask on. Mm. And then he pretends to be the devil. Yeah. I can't handle that. Right. I, that's what it is. It reminds me of tripping. Right. That's what it is. It reminds me of doing a bad trip in a tent in the Lake, Lake, Lake District. How old were you then? 18. And what happened? I thought I, my hands had turned into my granddad's hands. Who were you with? Your granddad? <laughs> I don't know. I remember going, oh my God, I've got granddad's hand. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you have granddad's hand? Well, it felt like hours. Right. But it was probably just fleeting. But, and then I remember going out of the tent and mm. seeing about eight Robert Smiths. From oh, the Kia. wow. And so I just <laughs> went back into the tent. But that's what it reminded It takes me back to a bad trip. Interesting. Yeah. So that's one of the problems with that film. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, he did well there. Is that Shane? Shane Meadows. Yeah. I uh, I have recurring nightmares about basically being a, uh, accidentally getting horrendously stoned and sort of tripping when I have a, like a gig or a show or something. Like yeah. I'm on my way to the thing. and something. It's almost like I get spiked, I suppose. Yeah. And by the time I get there, I'm basically blind and I'm really, really high. <laughs> And they're like, ready, ready for the show. And I have to go. So, you know, some people dream of being naked on stage or whatever. I dream of being off my nut. Oh, right. And I have to not, I can't say to anyone, I I smoked a bit of weed and it turned out it was... Have you ever been drunk on stage? Uh, Only once and I'd never do it again. I've only done it once and it was horrible. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. You lose all your... I might as well have just got my willy out and I just... Which is something you do (laughs) for your mind joke. Yeah, I mean, I do that. Do that every day, if you're interested. Yeah, why did, Why yeah. were you drunk? Because I was only drunk, because I, I was told I wasn't going to be on, so I just had a few drinks and then they went, oh, you can go on. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, uh, so it was bad organisation, so I didn't, I didn't realise there'd be a gig, but also lack of respect. Yeah. Self-respect, care towards the gig, towards stand-up on? comedy. No. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't, no. And so, do you yeah. think you did a good job? No, it was terrible. Right. I just felt paranoid the whole time I was on stage because it was sort of fine, but I kept thinking, oh, do, am I... Yeah, you don't want to look like you've not made any effort. Yeah, you look like a dick. Yeah, that's great. But answer. that's a good film, isn't it? Really good film. Because I don't know, all these films I'm 
mentioning. I don't know if they're any good. You've picked really that's, good films. I mean, that's so a cracking film, Dead Man's Cracking film. Yeah. You're, so far, you're on yeah. five-star films. I mean, he's a really good actor, isn't he? Paddy Constantine? Yeah. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, yeah. And for any listeners who have not yet seen it, go on YouTube and look up Paddy Constantine, Brian Gittins. Yeah. And what's one of the most brilliant things I've we ever seen. We recreate a scene from it. That is how you recreate a scene. After <laughs> You see? Okay, so Brian... I love films. You suddenly dawned on me. I love films. You love them more than flapjacks. You don't give a shit about flapjacks. <laughs> yeah, I've had a flapjack for ages. <laughs> so, Brian Gittins and Charles Petrescu, the robot, yeah. re- got Paddy Considine to a gig, a live show, where yeah. he went on stage and recreated the scene that from Dead Man's Shoes. That amazing scene, yeah. Between him and a robot. And it's so good. And he really committed to it. That's yeah. why I'm so impressed with him. Yeah. He's, He's so brilliant. funny and serious. Yeah. That's a brilliant scene. Do you think that's that was yeah. improvised, that scene? I, from what I understand, I think an awful lot of Shane Mellis is improvised. As in, uh, all of it, I think. I could be wrong. I think it's basically, you know, structured improv. Right. But that is what I've heard. Certainly the more recent stuff, the um, uh, This Is England stuff. Right. It's very much structured improv. So right. I don't know if he was working like that with Dead Man's Shoes, but probably a bit. And who's the guy that played the, the, other the bad? Is it Gary Stretch? Sounds right. Do you know your films? <laughs> not as much as you, mate. Oh, okay. I'm not that into him. Right. That's why I thought I'd get you on. <laughs> right. Bump up the right. knowledge on this yeah. thing. Well, I had to stop. I had to stop Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah. I had to turn it off. So I was finding it too intense. Wow. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what's the film that, and you, I hope you've got an answer for this, that you God. used to love and then you've seen it recently and you've gone, oh my God, this is Commando. Not <laughs> oh, great answer. Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to love all those yeah. big 80s action films? Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> adored them. It's a, that's bad, isn't it? Uh, it, it depending on what you... <laughs> no, it's you know, bad. If you don't... Yeah, it's a certain kind of... I suppose... It's dated. It's cheesy. Do it's you the think sort at of the film, time it was good? That is my, my wonder. Yeah. Because I remember my dad had a friend called Robert. And Robert loved Rambo and, and lots of... And Commando yeah. and, Raw, and Raw Deal, all these things. And my dad was always like, oh, he likes stupid films. But I think that Robert thought... No, this is a proper serious action film. I don't, Commando? Yeah, at the time, I think it... In his head. I'm only talking about Robert here. I don't know what the general yeah. consensus was. But Robert was an adult man. Yeah. Like a father. And he he definitely was like, yeah, I'm off to see that. You know, he was like... Oh, like it was an intense action drama. I think... Commando. I think they were, weren't they, back then? I think... I think weren't they? so. I think... Yeah, I don't think they were like, this is funny. No. Other than the... the Kiss off lines. Do we have those kind of films now? Well, we they, we do, but I think they're more more self aware, right? Like we have people like The Rock now, and The Rock is amazing and very funny and charming, and he very much knows he's funny and he knows what he's doing. Whereas I think in the eighties we had big muscle men. Is there a reason we had big muscle men in the eighties? Yes. Have you read up on this? Yeah. Well, what, it, what is it? Well, it's all to do with. Uh, American politics in the 70s all our movie stars were quite um, normal looking people sort of like Dustin Hoffman right. was a big movie star and he's not like a yeah. handsome big man he's quite a sort of intellectual looking type yeah. and a bit 
Schlubby, I believe is the word, right. and that he was a kind of romantic lead. And then in the 80s, Reagan comes in, and it's all power and Muscles. Star Wars, and yeah. as in the, the Star Wars program, not yeah. the films, the yeah. Reagan thing. And it's all about, like, domination of the world and money and capitalism. And so our, our action heroes became physically bigger and more dominating. Really? And I think so. I think there's certainly a link, and it was like these impossible standards of like power and we are the kings yeah and instead of these sort of people of the mind that the 70s cinema was okay and then in the 90s it changed again to what to more like uh you had like your nicholas cage where it was kind of halfway Never between seen the, the two nicholas cage film that's insane I he's in all the films i haven't seen any of you've not seen one nicholas cage no. film Maybe you've never seen a film. No, I've never seen a Nicholas. That's insane. Yeah. You've seen a Nicholas Cage. I don't think I have. Anyway. So in the 80s, were they our... They were our... Spider-Men. Yes, yeah, I suppose that's right. Yeah, because now we have superheroes. Right. Okay. And But it was very, like, hyper-masculine, hyper-aggressive. Fucking loved it, mate. Guns. And it was also... In response, I think, arguably, it was in response to Vietnam, which had been a failure, America's failure. They didn't win this war. They lost lots of things. And it was like this story that didn't fit the American narrative. And so they made these films where it's like, we're fucking big Americans with big guns. And we go in and we fucking kill everyone and we win because we're the biggest power. Yeah. I think it was in response to that. Okay. Because life was too fucking complicated. So here's a fucking big old beast yeah. That will win it. Arnold. Arnold. Sly. Sylvester. Who else? Van um, Damme. Van Damme. Dolph. Dolph. Yeah. You yeah. loved it all. I miss those guys. Still knocking about. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Expendables okay. 9's coming out. Don't worry. I, I've, ne- I've never seen those films either. No. So, Commando. Commando. How, when did you watch it recently? I saw, I think it was on late night a couple of years ago, and I, I'm pretty sure... Someone threw a circular saw through someone's skull and just sort of chipped off the top of their head. Right. And it, it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what, the Arnold's physics acting, of it? Yeah, I just looked, looked very good. I didn't okay. buy it. And Arnold's acting wasn't up to scratch. Right. Did you show it to your son or anything like that? No, it was no, just no. on your own. Okay. Cobra? Yeah, Cobra. Awful. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? That's a bad film. I've not seen it since I was young. It probably doesn't hold yeah. up. Yeah. So that, they didn't, that didn't hold up. That's a really good answer. Thanks. What f- uh, film yeah. do you love that, that people say is bad? It's like people go, this is a bad film, mate. And you're like, I fucking love it. I don't care what you say. I, don't, I didn't have an answer. That's okay. bad. I couldn't think of anything. Because um, I, don't, I, I don't know what's classed as bad. Or, there's a I film mean, I like Enter like... the Dragon... Might but be, that's quite a good yeah, film, good. Isn't it? Yeah. I think it would be something positive. It's usually something that, that might be like a bit cheesy or a bit, you know, like like for me, it's like a lot of people don't like Grease too, and they're all idiots. I like Grease, but is that a good film? Yeah, everyone likes Grease, but okay, that's, they're right. wrong about that. Grease two is the one. <laughs> okay, Jaws three. Yeah, that was definitely. I've never fit seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Jaws two. Jaws two. Yeah. Yeah. That would count. I don't know. I didn't have an answer. I feel terrible. It's okay, listen, honestly, you've done so much better than anyone was expecting. Better than all your other guests? 
You know more, more about films than anyone. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. Did, have you had James Acoff's wrong? He was the first episode. Has he been to any film locations? No. No, he hasn't, has he? He's been to New Zealand, like, generally. I'd and love to go and see films. the Hobbit houses. <laughs> I genuinely would. Would you? Yeah. Do you like the Hobbit? I really get excited about being there. Yeah. Because you want to be in those films? Because it's, it's a fancy world, mm. you know, and I want to escape reality. I love a fake forest. Love a fake forest. You know when you go to like a theme park, there's a oh, fake what? forest. I love a fake forest. Right. Like there's an E.T. ride at Universal and while you queue. Oh, what do you do on the E.T. ride? You go through a fake, the woods from E.T. Like that's your queuing. You're walking through the fake and it's all fake trees and wow. fake purple sky. And I love it. And I think, is this better? Than a real see I looked at the E.T. film locations no yeah and like all the that estate now it's all built up mm. and it all looks you know I'm fascinated with all that as we've yeah. made that clear you were at Cemetery Junction I suppose that was a real location uh, yeah was it magical I suppose you hadn't seen the film yet I've never been no I haven't seen, no, seen the film yeah. it's just Cemetery Junction the E.T. ride is you get on a bike Oh, right. And you've got ET, and you're you're basically returning ET home. Yes. And you go to the Green Planet, and at the yeah. end, what my dad had done with us because he'd figured it out. And we were very young, and basically at the beginning, when you get on, you have to say to the to the like person who takes your ticket, they say, "What's your name?" And, and everyone goes, "Brett, Brian, whatever." Yeah. And then at the very end of the ride, when you arrive at the Green Planet, ET's there, and ET goes, "Thank you, Brett, Brian, David." Sarah. Yeah, yeah. But my dad said. <laughs> Said, t- told us all, but we didn't know why to say Trevor. So we all said Trevor. And then as the bike came in, it just went, Thank you, Trevor, 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 Trevor. That's <laughs> that good. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, Did you know? Yeah, go on. That ET was the best first draft that Steven Spielberg had ever read. Wow. Did you know that? He said it was fully formed, ready to go. Amazing. That's Harrison Ford's wife, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. She died recently. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Mm. This is a fucking sad film. Mm. It's too sad for me. Is it? It's about his dad, isn't it? His... I think it's about yeah, about divorce and about being a very lonely child, yeah. just looking for something. Yeah. A very sad film. Uh, what's the film? Yeah, that you most uh, mm-hmm. that you most relate to. Where you're like that film. That's me. That is. Um, could be character. Could be film. Could be vibe of it. American movie. Yes, that's me. The whole film is you, or he is me. Can you tell me a bit more about that, please? Okay, it's a lovely film. <laughs> okay, so he's a wannabe filmmaker, mm-hmm. and he's probably never going to make a good film. But you watch his his struggle to create his first feature film over the documentary. Mm. And uh, I just thought, I'm a gnat's bollock away from being this bloke. (laughs) Because, yeah, he's never, don't think he's ever going to achieve his dreams. But he he, um, shows his film to the community, all his friends and family. And, yeah, he shows the short Coven. Yeah. And I, I just watch it sort of laughing at him and then going, oh, God, that's me, that is. I, can I ask your opinion on the film The Room? Have you seen The Room? No. You should see Why is it, it so bad? Well, 
I, I have very mixed feelings about The Room, and for those of you who don't, I'm sure you will do know now, it's like considered the worst film ever made, and they screen it every week, places, and people throw stuff at the screen and laugh about but it. But it's really hard to make a film. Well, so... the thing that's... The Room is a sort of special thing that is kind of amazing where you watch it and you go, you couldn't fake it. The, 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 what makes The Room special is you couldn't, you couldn't set out to make a bad film and make The Room. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some unique sort of magic to the every every decision in it and every shot and every line of dialogue and it's kind of magical and can you imagine making that film though yourself being, can you imagine being making him? those decisions yeah well and this is the thing I, I i'm very always uncomfortable with it and i can't work out if what people like about it or not is i'm like that's us that's all of us isn't it like we we could all be making the room easily he thought he was making a masterpiece yeah and then and then so i i had to I was asked to be on the Biffa panel, so mm. I had to vote on the British Independent Films of that year, and I was in debut screenwriter category or whatever. So I had to watch hundreds of films, and it was really depressing, actually, yeah. because a lot of them were very, very boring, and I was, it was really like, oh, wow, this is hard work. Yeah. And then I saw this film, and I won't name it, but it was so bad. It was like the room-esque, like, I think even worse than The Room but I loved it I couldn't it was the only film I watched where I didn't want to skip a, skip through it Yeah, I wanted to send it to everyone I knew I wanted everyone to see it it was like made by clearly made by a man who'd like written, produced paid for it I think he must be like a banker yeah. put all his own money into it there was like a sp- completely out of nowhere sex scene at the end where he's clearly hired I think someone from porn to have sex with him for the film, but he's shot himself, it's like shot in black and white, and he oh, looks, right, yeah. he's trying to look really sexy and stuff, and, and he he has no charisma or, or yeah. charm, and it's so bad, and yet, completely hypnotic, and I then, we went to like, have a chat, I had to chat with the panel about who we were putting forward and stuff, and I said, I want to put this film forward, and everyone laughed, and I said, no, I'm quite serious, and no one, everyone's going, don't be silly, and I said, look, the truth is, I've watched 100 films, 98% of them have been really boring, so boring, and I didn't want to get to the end, I couldn't wait for them to end. This film, as much as we're joking about it, I wasn't bored for a second. Yeah. And in a way, isn't hasn't he achieved something? Like, I want to watch it again. I want to... That's not what he set out to achieve, though, was it? it but does it matter? Because uh... it doesn't matter what he... Because what he's made is a piece of art that I could probably watch endlessly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, that's something. That is something. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, give him an award. Do you think he'd be happy with that? Maybe not with what I've just said to you. So why don't you name the film? <laughs> I I kind of think he's made he's made art. He's made. Yeah. Well, give him a little platform. Name the film. <laughs> <laughs> the poster. I mean, everything about it is magic. Yeah. But the whole point is, we're all him. Oh, that's, yeah. So, yeah. Everyone could be laughing behind our back going, Yeah. Yeah, I saw Brian's show. Brian's comedy blaps. I saw <laughs> I saw those. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really. set out to make a pile of dog no. shit. No one does. No. And who are we, the audience, to say? Yeah, exactly. The fuck do we know? No yeah. one knows anything. And I, once you start to try and make stuff, you realise how hard... Because when you see stuff on screen, like TV or film... Hmm. And you don't like it, you go, oh, so that's, they set out to make that and they're happy with that. 
And yes. that's not the case ever, is it? No. No. So it's you a, watch a, something you hate and you go, well, I hate that. Why did they make something I hate? <laughs> yeah, they weren't aiming no, for they, it. No, they... No. It's like a fucking... It's a giant machine rolling down a hill once you get into production. So again, it's like... Yeah. It's a miracle. Anything that turns out good is... A, yeah. There, it, I, I don't care how much prep you've done, how much everything, there's some luck. So the pe- thing is, there is luck, but... People that keep recreating, uh, keep creating great films. Yeah, there's no luck there, is there? What's going on there? Sometimes it's it's purely to do with chemistry. It's the chemistry of the cast and the crew, and that is luck. I think I've worked on like if I I won't name one of them. One of them is Superbob, and one of them is something else. Yeah. When we did Superbob, there's definitely, definitely, we did so much work. We tried our best, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but we were lucky in that the crew who were on a very low-budget film, were amazing and were invested in it. And we were lucky that the cast we had not only were brilliant, but that we had fucking proper chemistry. And you yeah. can't fake that, and you can't buy it. And yeah. that just sort of happened. Yeah. And it's what we wanted, but it happened, and it could have equally... And then I've done another job, yeah, where the script what... was good, everything was good. No chemistry. There was just like, it, uh, everything should be good here. It just, yeah. it just isn't the right mix. Yeah. And that's luck. Yeah. I think. Okay, what is the film? This is my, actually my favourite question. What's the film that has the most meaning to you? Oh, fuck, this is the one I haven't got an answer to. <laughs> because of the, what, the memory you have around answer. it. I haven't got an answer. So you've never had like, you know, a special I gave film this, watching? No. I gave this... You're really upset with me, aren't you? Surely you saw another film with Daniel and it meant something to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... I really gave it some thought. I was like... Nothing with what? your wife, nothing with your kids, nothing's happened where you're going, that was really special. I'm finding Nemo. Talk to me. So I watched that with my, I don't want to talk about my children okay. on here. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, that's yeah. your answer, we don't need the story. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Okay. That's a good film. Finding is an absolute crap. There's a, there's a chord change in Finding Nemo. Can you do it for me? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> We've hit, and I don't like crying in front of people. Yeah, they're about a minute from the end. Nah. <laughs> no, there is a court change where I, it knocks me for six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a father and son killer. I can't, father and son films are the ones that do me in. He, who did it? Is it Andrew? Stanton? Yeah. Yeah. He took his kid out one day mm-hmm. and he realised, he took him to the playground and he realised he was going, don't do that, stop, don't climb that, don't run over there, don't do that. And he, off the back of that afternoon, I think, he went, hang on a minute, there's a story in this. I know loads about films. You fuck, you're like a geek. <laughs> geek. <laughs> My, yeah. uh... I might have made that up. No, that sounds... You know how, how Inside Out came from? It's just heartbreaking. Inside Out was Pete Doctor, I believe. His Pete daughter. Doctor, his yeah. daughter. She yeah, just was like, oh, she, she she, doesn't like it when I do, like, goofy stuff with her anymore. Like, And she seems sadder, and I don't know why. And it's killer. I've been there. Have you seen Inside Out? Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. I couldn't watch that again. Yeah, I think I need to. I didn't... It didn't hit me like I thought it would. Not like Nemo. No, nothing's like Nemo. But Inside Out is probably like... I need to watch that again. ...more profound. 
Okay. It's probably one of the most profound films ever made. Have I missed something then? Yeah. Okay. But it, but it's, yeah, it's like a hugely profound film about the human mind. Yeah. And how we have to balance happiness with sadness. Yeah, yeah, I got all that. Just didn't found <laughs> it quite cold. <laughs> a little bit cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Didn't have that uh, that chord change. No. <laughs> okay. We're looking forward to this question. All right. What's the film you found the sexiest, Brian? American Werewolf in London. Oh, correct. Come on. Absolutely, one hundred percent correct. Yeah. So it's nine. Is that nineteen eighty four? That's a lovely film. So we had a VHS recorder. Yeah. Fucking hell, we didn't buy the end of that, mate. It was in tatters. The old pause button. <laughs> How yeah. did you? What? Did you like on, wait till everyone was out? Well, no, I was too young to be playing with my torture. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? I was like ten. That's but, not too young to be. What playing with you? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's like from free onwards, isn't it? No, but I remember being at... Do we talk about stuff like yeah, this in this film? Yeah, can do. Really? Yeah. I remember being at school and people talking about... Do we talk about this on yeah. film project? I don't think people want to hear about... You'd be amazed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at school and everyone was talking about wanking. Mm-hmm. And you're sort of at that age where it's like, who's doing it? Are you doing it? Or whatever. <laughs> He's doing it. Nicholas is doing it, apparently. It was Daniel doing it? That, well, I was doing it for him, mate. Was, was Daniel an earlier doctor? <laughs> but uh, I felt what, like I was... You, a, like, you were like, I'm not. I was a latecomer. Really? Literally. <laughs> really? You were... Yeah. Late bloomer? <laughs> anyway. How old were you? Have you done it yet? <laughs> Am I going to have to show you how it's done? Uh, I've got a problem with stuff like this. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, you do have a problem with stuff like this, and yet you've got, you get a giant plastic knob out. Yeah, well, that's stage. me expressing myself. Right. You know, that's how it ends up me coming going, out. Come on, I'm normal like all of you. <laughs> so I was 10 years old, so yeah. I, I wasn't yet getting involved in all that, but that lit something in my, mm. in my groin. And I was like, hello, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And she was nice as well. She's lovely. But it was the wolf that did it. (laughs) (laughs) It was that doggy. Something's going on here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I hope it's a full moon again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was 1984. Right. And then 25 years later, you started masturbating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Do you have... There's a side issue, troubling bone is wearing wide ones. What? What did you say? Sometimes we have a side issue. If there's anything which, when you were younger, you were aroused by in a film and you thought, I definitely shouldn't be. Lassie. Okay. Good answer. Thank you. Yeah. Would you like to elaborate? The dog itself? Yeah. Sexy dog? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like a nice coat. She had a nice coat. (laughs) She does. And she's very... And a nose. Just really soft. Very sort of regal, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. And just like, okay, I shouldn't be thinking this, but... <laughs> but if Daniel can show me how it's done. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lassie. Good answer. Okay. 
I do think that the more repressed you are about talking about this stuff, it, it does end up with you getting a giant plastic knob out on stage and fancying Lassie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the film that you think objectively is the greatest film of all time? So, like, if Aliens came in and went, what is film? And you could only show him one film. Rocky. Okay. Okay. It's a cliche. Is it a cliche? No one said Rocky. Okay. No one well, ever said Rocky. it now. Okay. Is it, it's a good film, isn't it? It is a good film. Won the Oscar, Best Picture? No, it is a good film, isn't it? Rocky won is a good film, yeah. I watched it again. Now, I love Rocky. I watched it again. Yeah. I think it's too... <laughs> I'm going back on what I've just said. <laughs> I think the setup's too long. It's very long. The setup's about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. The fight's two minutes, and then that's the end. <laughs> and you don't even win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rocky's shit. No, Rocky... I put Rocky down. But you see, with Rocky, what's interesting about Rocky, and we're talking about the big action heroes and everything, is that Rocky doesn't win. That's what everyone forgets about Rocky won't. Yeah, that's clever. He doesn't win. He wins the girl, mate. And then it, all the sequels he wins, right? Right. And then it's like, that's that was like the changeover period between 70s, interesting, difficult cinema, and 80s sort of big action power. I think Rocky's like right. the dividing line. Because right. Rocky is about a man fighting for stuff, but he don't win. Yeah. He draws, basically, doesn't he? Yeah. He just, I didn't go down, but he didn't win. No. Okay. It's interesting. I think that's a good, a good choice, actually. Thank you. I think it says a lot about our history and our time. That's why I picked it. And, uh, and the, you know, I think also yeah. what was on the line when you watch it. Yeah. It was a man who lived in a bedsit who gave up His like $300,000. Didn't he sell his dog? So sold his dog. They offered him a load of money. He went, no. So uh, when he walked out of his trailer on day one to film Rocky, he was he was Rocky. He was being Rocky. Yeah, in real life. He was walking into the ring. I always wonder, who was the cunt who bought this dog? He bought it back off him, didn't he? Yeah, thankfully. But right. He was going, yeah, all right. Who? <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy your dog that you love so much. Yeah. I'll take that off you. Well, I suppose if he's selling it, you can't blame the bloke who's buying it. Well, maybe you didn't know the backstory, but I'd be like... No. Why are you selling he's... this dog? I'm fucking yeah. desperate, mate, and I want to make this But film. that's the mate, because he turned down... Didn't he turn down $300,000 in 1970-something? So yeah. it's like a million pounds. Yeah. Being offered that amount of money when you've got no... When you're a pauper, you've got no money, nothing in your pocket, and they say, here's a million pounds, yeah. we're going to give it to Burt Reynolds, or... I, I I wouldn't, and you wouldn't either, and I know you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. I would at this age. I don't think you would. I because would. Because you've had these opportunities and you've turned them down. Yeah, but I would now. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had these opportunities. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. What's changed now? I can't, it's, it's more meaningless, I can't be bothered. I've lost, I've lost the fight. You're not to quite rock is, I've got nothing left in the basement. What's he saying? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll take the money and run, mate. Okay. Okay. Interesting answer. What's the film you could watch the most over and over and over again? Or have watched the most? This is really boring. Go on. Razor's Lost Ark. Lovely. Is that a good answer? Yeah. I want I want to like, keep mentioning like French films or something. And I'm really <laughs> What's your favourite French film? We can have that as a side question. See, I've only seen Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> Great film. It is a good film. Love Nikita. Yeah. Oh, God, that's terrible, isn't it? No. I love that battleship Potemkin. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking brilliant, mate. <laughs> no, What's I that over it. and over again? I hated it. I did film studies. What? 
I went to what university fucking... and did film studies. What are you Do you know what I did in the, in the interview? We had to make three short films. What? And in the interview, there was a room of us, and I said, why, why do you like film, or what's your favourite films? And I said, I don't watch films, I find them really boring. Okay, uh, and they let me in. It looked like this podcast, because they knew you were bluffing, and you loved films, and knew every single thing about wow. them. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what happened, they saw right for you, like I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate film. I mean, I do enjoy Battleship Potemkin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you did film studies? Yeah. At what university? Surrey. Is that what is your know? life where you suddenly have all these stories you've never <laughs> dealt with? It's just this compartment. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've had made five feature films. I've not made yeah. <laughs> I'm writing a film at the moment. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any good? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. How is writing a film? First feature? Yeah. Difficult? Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? It's impossible. <laughs> I, I see, I can't imagine... I was saying to someone yesterday, I can't imagine writing a film mm. that doesn't get incredibly boring after 12 minutes. Like, how you, how, do, yeah, how do you yeah. keep someone's attention? Well, 12 minutes is where something's got to happen. Yeah, I know. So you better have something happen in it 12 minutes. What was that? In that first 12 minutes. You've got no, to have something happen in the first 12 minutes. Well, yeah. But, you have. But you need an incident, inciting incident. I know, mate. I'm getting right in it. What, what, what happens? What's the thing? What, the inciting incident? Yeah. He finds a... Um, I'm not telling you what happens. He finds uh, someone's fly tips at the side of the road. I mean... And he finds his future friend uh, in, the, in the rubbish. That's great. Now someone's going to nick that. No, they don't know what you're referring to, I do. Right. And now I want to see it. Right. Razor Lost Up. Yeah. It's really good. Have you seen... I'm doing... Right. If you go on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. have you seen the kids recreation? No. no uh, how they get all those when they cut all those B movies together yeah. that Spiel, Spielberg stole from yes. for the first like ten minutes. Yeah, it's. Have you Do, seen that? I have seen that. And does it put you off it? No, no. You so it just made me go right. I'm definitely nicking now. Yeah, you don't mind a steal, do you? No, I love stealing. Hmm. You've got a problem with it, haven't you? Because there's nothing yeah. original, so just steal, mate. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. And I find... But I get... I think it sort of depends how... I don't know the answer to this. No, I feel, I, I feel yeah. very uncomfortable when I find out something was stolen. But if it's like a... What's the word? It's like a homage. It's different than yeah, a flat-out steal. Uh, you know, homage, I don't buy that. You're just like... You're just stealing. You're stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you... Se- but how did you feel when you saw that he just yeah, took loads it, of... Uh, you know what? I think I felt a bit like I'd, I didn't want to think about it. I think I just shut it out of my brain. I just went into denial and went, oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, it is a bit... It I mean, it's literally me scene for scene, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, or shot for shot. Yeah, it upsets me a bit. Right. But, but, but for me, I feel like... Maybe it just kick-started the film and got him on a roll with it and without that. I Have don't you know. seen the air, airplane thing? The airplane? Yeah. And they he, bought the script. Yeah, that basically they... What airplane is is a almost word-for-word yeah, remake of fine. a film with jokes in it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Because they turned it into something else. Yeah. 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 Isn't it? I think so. I just... I don't... Doesn't everyone steal... I think everyone, 
it, it's just about Isn't how direct it's like a jumping it is. off point yeah i think it's fine as a jumping off point yeah i think i'm uncomfortable when it's like a sort of shot for shot still I mean, unacknowledged that is a shot for shot yeah and it slightly makes me uncomfortable but i can't really fully justify it because i like the thing and but there's another two hours that he's created that yeah that i'm majestic I, yeah i mean i don't know if anything else in the film's been nabbed maybe it all has that's a good film it is a really good film yeah. stole it stealing stole or not stole stealing or not stealing <laughs> Um, okay quick one I don't like to be negative on this but what's the worst film you ever saw what do you think is the worst film of all time give me some help Um, I can't because then I'll just be listing loads of films that'd be really out of order (laughs) is there a film you're like I fucking hate that film well most films because because you don't get to see it because you turn it off yeah Yeah, mixed messages from you (laughs) (laughs) Most films I play, yeah. I turn off after 20 minutes. 20? Yeah. It's quite a long way in. Well, I'll give it... Give I'll have, it a, have a look at the old inciting incident and then I'll... <laughs> then you're out. Make my, make my mind up. But, yeah. No flight if in, I'm out. Oh, The Talented Mr Ripley. That's your worst film? It's utter crap. Go on. I can't remember. I just, it just annoyed the shit out of me. I can't remember. What, what was it about again? They were on a yacht, weren't they? Matt Damon yeah. is a naughty boy. Jude Law is a very sexy, glamorous man. He, I hated it. He sort of kills him, becomes him sort of thing. Terrible. Right. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Is it quite a good film, then? It's certainly considered... I think it was Oscar-nominated in many right, times. Okay, right you are. <laughs> certainly considered a good film, but I do think some people are annoyed by it. It's a film I don't people like find it. Annoying. I found it... I didn't like it. Anthony Minghella, I mean, you know, good pedigree of people. <laughs> right, Okay. What's a funny film you didn't turn up after 20 minutes? I don't want to repeat myself. It was an American movie. Yeah, you can. I'm going to repeat myself. That's okay. That's the film you related to the most and laughed at the most. Yeah. Okay. You're not very happy with that. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you think this is petering out as a podcast. (laughs) Not at all. I'm sad that we're coming towards the end. Are you? And also... There's no way this is a bonus. We've done an hour, over an hour. Who's going to listen to this? Everyone. Really? Everyone. Right. Uh, yeah. so do you know, what, this well, do is you know like what I will do? An exclusive. What, when you put this out, yeah. I'll have a look on you on iTunes. Yeah. And it will say, like, uh, James A. Caster, hour and 23. Yeah. Nish Kumar, three hours and 16 minutes. <laughs> uh, David L., like 36 minutes. <laughs> I want to see how much she cuts out and how bored you are. Okay. Yeah, I guess you'll find out how boring I think this is. (laughs) Because I say here it's over an hour, but if when I say it's over an hour, it's only Yeah. Do you listen back to all of this? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Just to check you didn't say anything racist or, you know, anything like that. Okay. You did, by the way, but I'll have cut that bit out. (laughs) Can't stop myself. Okay, so then the the last question is, what's your favourite film? And that is not greatest film, that is the thing. What is your favourite film? Oh, man. I keep repeating myself. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Is it Mega Movie? <sighs> see, see, I wrote loads of... I wrote all the answers down and I didn't bring the... Yeah, you didn't bring your pay, your pay. What's your favourite film? Don't Look Now, Muppet's Christmas Carol, Vertigo. Those are probably my, currently my top three. Oh, man. Okay. 
So films, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> really apologetic. I guess we could like. Be, I guess we're going to at least get to see you cry, as you <laughs> promised. Ah, oh, I mean, I can listen to films that I like. Yeah, I loved Hannah and her sisters. Great film. Yeah, I love the ending of that. So I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember it. It's just beautiful. It's a great film. Yeah. What else? Oh, I, yeah. I just feel like a dumb but no country for old men I really love. You do like that film a lot. I do you have really to talk like to me that about film. that and I'd like to hear a bit more. I really like Mike. that film. It's a really good film. It's an amazing film. Yeah. yeah. What do you love? Because you love a chase movie. Uh, it's my favourite genre. Why is it a genre, that? the chase movie? Yeah, why not? Is it a sub-genre? What is it? It's probably a sub-genre. I thought so. Of the thriller. Yes. Chase movie, you love it. Why do movie. I like a chase movie? That's my question to you, Brian. Is that your fear? Is it being chased? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. What? I love a chase. So, Terminator. Yeah, Terminator 2. Westworld. Yeah. The Driver. The what? The Driver. Chase film, isn't it? I've never seen The Driver. It's just a, an hour and a half chase. Just cars chasing each other. Wow. Jewel. I've never seen Jewel. Chase movie. Are they... Man being chased by a massive truck. Have you seen a film recently in the last 12 months? I think it was like a little indie American film about two brothers that rob a bank Mm -hmm. in the first scene. And uh, then they go on the run. It's one of my films of the year. What is it? It's called Bad Times, or Good Times. It's called Good Times. Yeah, I watched... With Robert the the Vampire. Robert the Vampire's name from Twilight. yes. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Really last night I thought, film. I want to watch it, because I watched the first five minutes, I thought, I'm in. It's so good. I'm going to watch that tonight. Re- you'll love it. That's a chase movie? Uh, it's a, yes, I suppose it is. It's a running, running movie. Running yeah, away. running. Nikita's a chase movie? Yeah. A little bit. Have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? No. Oh, mate. Would I be into that? One of the best action films of all time, and a two-hour chase movie. Non-stop. Okay. Butch Cassidy's a Sundance Kid? Yeah. I love chase movies. What is it? Do you think? Come on, you've read up on. Well, I think film. they're inherently, you know, they're pro- 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 propulsion, isn't it? That shit's I happening. I love propulsion. Yeah, you're not going to be bored because they've got to. It's very clear what needs to happen. They've got yeah. to get away or get to somewhere. Bogeyman, Mad Max Fury Road is really fascinating. You should watch it because it does an awful lot of storytelling without ever stopping. The, the action and the chase, it's all just kind of very subtly. Do you just, care? Yeah. You do? You do care and you, it sets up a whole world, sets up so much stuff without any, no one stops and goes, well, in this world, this is how things work and this is what happens. It's just like, get in a fucking thing, we're going in now and, right, and you just got to right. pick up yeah. all the story. and Yeah. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Do you like No Country for Old Men? I like it very much. But you're not that bothered? No, I haven't bothered. I, I, What's your problem with it? <laughs> I don't have a problem. I think, I think really he's the best film. baddie that yeah. I can think of in the history of cinema. They have said it. Wow. Yeah. And why, why do you think that very deliberately in No Country for Old Men there's a chase, there's a chase, there's a chase, and, a bit and then the suddenly end. we don't see I don't him. know. I don't know. I can't work that out. No. What's, what's the theory? Well, I think it's, that, I think it's to Is do it with... Go on. Your... Ex- Expectations. It's playing with like, oh, you want to see... Someone get killed, do you? you yeah. want to, is that going to be satisfying for you? It's yeah. about violence and it sort of removes and that's what... the kind of um, questionable pleasure of violence okay. from it. It says, you don't get that bit. You don't get the catharsis. Yeah, I wasn't bothered. 
Yeah. I just love the chase. Yeah. And Bradley Walsh as well. Do you watch that? <laughs> <laughs> lovely man, Bradley Walsh. I met him. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Delight. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. So you love the chase movie. Like the, the chase movie, game show. You know you should hang out with Paul Sinners up here. Why? He's one of the chasers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I've got you're not bothered about that film, are you? Which one? C- no, country, country I Roll love Roll. it. It's only because there's only so many things you could you're allowed on a list, right? But if I were allowed five thousand great films of all time, I'd put it on it. Right, right. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And I really like the speech he makes at the end, Tommy Lee Jones. I would yeah. think about it all the time. Yeah. The dream he has about seeing his dad. Yeah. I'm riding around the corner, my dad's waiting for me or something like that. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. The bit in the petrol station. Yeah. The flip of the coin. The flip of the coin. And his hair. Yeah. I mean, what a decision that is. Yeah. Like to have the balls to give your baddie a hairdo like that. Yeah. And it's... know that audiences, why are we, why does that, you know the question I'm trying to get out. Like, what? yeah, why, why, why aren't we not... just laughing Yeah. at his stupid haircut? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Is that why you've chosen that same haircut for your show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a funny haircut. No one thinks it's funny in the film. You know why? It's because he does something so horrifically violent in the first 60 seconds. Mm. So for the rest of the movie, you're like, this bloke's capable of anything. <laughs> Haircut or no haircut. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Were you chased as a child? You keep saying interesting. Because I sort of want the answer to why you're obsessed with chase films. I was chased as a child okay. by a bloke, a builder who came out of a ditch. That's a long story. Are you are you messing with me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Brian. Now, here's the thing, Brian. Yeah. When you got hit by that 259 bus. Yeah. Uh, it splattered. 291. 291, you were splattered, like properly. It spread out your body and your skull and your brains. Mm. It was a mess. And we <laughs> scraped it all up. We right. put it in your coffin, but it you'd expanded, like your body right. barely fits in the coffin. We really have to stuff it in. And we put in your, your, your stupid haircut on top of the... Yeah. Smashing it in. <laughs> and there's only room for one DVD out of everything we talked about. Or anything else, if you like, can be a new one. But you're going to take it with you to the other side, and on the other side, they have movie night, and one day it's going to be your movie night. So what DVD do you want to take with you? American movie. Lovely answer. Thank you. Brian, thank you so much for doing this. I know it was a big deal for you. Yeah, I'm never doing a podcast again. You, I think you'll find you're amazing. And thank you. maybe one day, maybe you'll listen back to this and realise, hey, you yourself are not such a bad person that you constantly have to pretend to be an idiot <laughs> for money. Uh, is that it uh, thank you very much for coming around yeah uh, when's your show again don't worry about it that's the spirit <laughs> uh, I hope you've enjoyed this as much yeah, as no, and good luck with all your ventures Brett thanks so much in the podcast world we're going to certainly look forward to are you not going to plug my podcast or oh yeah so you've right. got a podcast called yeah Brian Gittins does something with David Edwards uh, whatever it's on Audio Boom don't worry about it Audio it's... Boom yeah Lots of thank you. Lots Brian. of love. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> so that was the end of the special Edinburgh bonus podcast. I very much hope you enjoyed it. Oh, uh, oh what? Sorry, lazy season. Oh again. no! Can we? I've got, 
Are you no, talk yet? no, I'm still trying to just record the oh, bits okay. for the podcast. Okay, well, just let me know because I just. What did you want to talk about? I just can't stop thinking about your show. Bro. <laughs> okay. I just can't stop. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. But yeah. you should focus on your own show because you've got enough True. Yeah. To, to work on. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, big thanks to Buddy Peace for editing this so quickly. Thanks to Adam Richardson, Lisa Lyon, and uh, to whoever our sponsor was today. Normal service will resume on Thursday. We'll have a really, really interesting, funny, brilliant episode with the wonderful BT Edmondson. I hope you will be listening to that. I will see you then. And remember, be excellent to each other. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Maureen, your Canva presentation looks brilliant. Thanks, Brett. That's because I used AI-powered Canva presentations. I just described what I wanted and Canva presentations generated the perfect slides. You can even make a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. Check this out. Recording. 101 Reasons Why Beaches is the Saddest Film Ever Made by your neighbour Maureen. Is it easy to use? If you can use a computer, you can nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Oh, thanks, my neighbor, Maureen. Yeah, thank you.